0: Conversations around good. Yo, we talking. The conversations around good. Yo, yo, we talking. Yo, conversations, conversations conversations around the good.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I am so excited that you're about to listen in on another episode of the Made Possible By podcast. I wanted to take a quick second to let you know exactly what we do. Made Possible By makes giving easy for community-minded businesses and provide a more effective way to share their stories of good. Now let's jump into the podcast. Welcome to the Made Possible by Podcast, where we have conversations around good with community-minded individuals. We hope that today's episode inspires you to go out and do good.
2: Hello, and thank you again for joining us for another conversation around good. I am Tracy with Made Possible By, and here at Made Possible, we do two things. We make giving easy for community-minded businesses, and we share good stories. We love to make good loud. And who of you out there, listeners, raise your hand, unless you're driving and then don't raise your hand, but um, (laughs) who loves a good food truck? I know you guys are all raising your hands because everybody loves a good food truck. Food truck to me says, uh, night on the town, or we're doing something fun, or we're getting out and doing something unique. So I'm so excited to share with you my guests today. They are the owners of Spunky Soul Food. I have with me Tony and Denoya Crawford. Welcome, you guys. Thank you for taking time.
0: Hi. Thank you for having us. This is a great opportunity. So thank you for having us.
2: Absolutely. So Spunky's Soul Food is a Southern-style food truck that that loves making people smile and happy with their cooking. I'm already happy just hearing that. <laughs> uh, they team up with their families, the Wilsons and the McIntyres, to clothe and feed the homeless and the needy. And through partnering with the Homeless Alliance in Oklahoma City, they hand out bags full of hygiene items, snacks, and other things. They believe that food makes people happy, and just because someone is homeless doesn't make them less. That's gonna be my favorite tagline. Well, I don't know. We haven't actually done your podcast, but so far, that's my favorite tagline because Mm -hmm. that is so true. Just because someone is homeless, doesn't make them less. So you guys are clearly our kind of people. So tell us a little bit, um, about you guys. Uh, you were telling me offline about your families. I think those are really unique things. I don't know. Maybe you had something else unique to share about you, but tell us a little bit about your families and then something that brought you joy this week.
3: Um, well, um, my family is huge. I have seven brothers and five sisters And okay, um, can
2: you say that again? Say that one more time. How many siblings do you have? I have
3: seven brothers and five sisters.
2: Oh my, I can't even imagine cooking like (laughs) even peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for that amount of people. You know,
3: (laughs) we we had our good days and we had our bad days. You know, peanut butter and jelly was uh, a meal sometimes, oodles and noodles was a meal, (laughs) Uh, sardines and stuff like that. But then Whenever we got together as a whole family, like, you know, it was it was one big potluck. So we had a lot of things like a lot of stuff that we serve on the food truck, chicken, macaroni and cheese, all that good stuff. We never went hungry. So that was a, that was a good thing.
2: I bet your family, your house was loud.
3: Yeah, very <laughs> yeah, very, very loud.
0: <laughs> it Still, is loud. It's, actually, still, it's still loud. Like,
3: if, if me and my, my brothers get together, it don't take but one or two of us to get together. It could be very, very loud. Like, it would be almost like people think that we're arguing, but we're really not. That's just how we're having a good time. <laughs> oh, that's so fun.
2: I love that. What about you, Denoya?
0: Yeah, so I'm from a big family as well. My mom has 12 siblings, and she had a lot of kids as well so it's i have three sisters and then i have three brothers as well and our family get-togethers are just simply amazing it's full of love i mean it's really loud as well i mean like tony said people if you walked into the house you would think we're arguing fighting with each other but we're simply having a good time and just really enjoying um who we are and, and what our culture brings um Mm -hmm. to our, to our family as well. And I just, I was telling someone the other day, the most unique thing about our family is that we're so diverse now. Like love is love and we just love people for people. And so I think that's the one thing that I'm enjoying most about my family right now is the most um, diverse culture now that we're, our kids don't really um, believe in, just following the normal traditions. They're just falling in love with who they want to fall in love with. And I think that that is beautiful. So that's the one thing I'm enjoying about all of our families is that that uniqueness of how love is finding each person in our family and bringing so much diversity into our family as well. Hmm.
2: Uh, I would love to, be a part of a, of a gathering just to see it. Uh, I, I just think I come from a small family and I always wanted a big one. My husband and I used to joke that we wanted to have a basketball team of kids yeah. and it didn't work out that way. And that's OK. Um, yeah. Your families, both sides get together.
0: Well, you know, his family is in North Carolina. And I think when we got married, they got together and that was so fun and hilarious because they just thought that one side was crazier than the other side. So we're all thinking (laughs) like, oh my gosh, the combination. Um, and that's really where Spunky's names come from, is that we named our business after both sides of our families, um, just because we have a little uniqueness and a little craziness and a lot of fun in there as well. So we're like, oh, we're both Spunky. So mm-hmm. we just named the, the business after that as well. I will share with you, though, a little story about my family in the way, because my grandmother had 12 kids. So there was no way that, like, for Christmas, she could buy everybody a gift. And then when they started having kids, there was just so many of us. It was just too many people to buy gifts for. So she created a, what we call as a Christmas breakfast. And for Christmas breakfast, what it is, is that my grandmother
3: has a small, it's probably, I don't know, maybe two bedroom house. It's probably no bigger than the spot that you're sitting in right now. Yeah, now, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's small. It's, small. it's
0: really a small house, but she created this breakfast to give back to her family. So, what she did is she would get up early Christmas morning. She will have at least five waffle irons going. Now, it's a really small house. So, it's like a little waffle iron in each corner of the room. And then they would put like sausage and ham on the smokers. And we would have like meat that you can grab, and bacon and eggs. And so, that was her gift to the family is that she created this Christmas breakfast. And when she passed, we kept that tradition going. So now our kids look forward into going to the Christmas breakfast. And it's just it's simply amazing the way that we found love in food. And so that was her gift to all of us is that like I can buy you a gift, but I sure can feed you. So that's what we find ourselves doing as well. Is that, you know, maybe the biggest gift that we can give people is love through our food. And that's the one of the things that we like to do as well. But that's the one unique thing, really, I enjoy about my family is our Christmas breakfast.
3: I look forward to it every year. Well, I, maybe, I love we're, that. Maybe we'll invite you to that and you'll see how large. Come on. Can get
2: it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you something.
3: I'm going to tell, tell you something. The first time that, that I went to the Christmas breakfast, Uh, She she gave me fair warning. She was like, whatever you do, don't leave your food unattended. (laughs) I said, I said, what you mean? She was like, they don't care. Like if your food has been eaten on, you can lick it, you can touch it, you can do whatever. They would take your food. And eat it because like, <laughs> and like, it was, it was very, it was, it was very, like, so she was like, if you're going to eat, you might want to eat like this right
0: here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> over your plate. food, Yeah, yeah. my yeah. plate
0: yeah it literally oh, there's God. lines like you have to stand in line for a waffle you get out of line then you lose your you place lose your and we're place. taking your waffle yep. <laughs> yep. and we rotate wow. stations so like i may be on waffles while everyone else eat then when i'm eating somebody else rotates on um, the waffle station our eggs and we're cleaning and the kids are running around so even if it's cold and snowing that we're still gonna have it we'll cram in that little house together and i think that's the most important piece is that we don't care how tight and small that house is. And as we as a family keep growing, we just keep just piling in on top of each other. So I think that's it's so fun. And we will have to invite you. Yeah,
3: we'll have to invite oh, you. I time. would love yeah. Yeah. you Come
2: have to on. Be. I would love that. I love I, just the fun vibe of it, you know? Oh,
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you would enjoy it. like, And they and they would treat you just like family or whatever. So <laughs> they would say anything to you, and they'll tell you, you've been here for two seconds, so you at home, so you can go through the refrigerator, you can get your own food, you can do whatever. <laughs> uh,
2: that is so great. I love it. Christmas is, doesn't need to be about stuff, right? It's about getting right. together and just having yeah. fun. Absolutely. That's great. That's great. What about you, Tony? Do you have something unique or something that brought you joy this week?
3: Uh, this week? Um, I, I, something brought me joy, but I can't say it yet because I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to jinx okay. it. And so I'm, I'm going to wait on that. But I will say this, right? Is that, I will say this. Something that did bring me joy, like uh, starting today, this is our four-year anniversary of having our food truck. So oh,
2: happy anniversary. That's so great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: and I, I didn't think about it when we uh when we did the podcast. Is one of our friends in Maryland, she keeps up with everything. She sent us a text message last night telling us just in case she forgot today, she wanted to tell us happy anniversary, you know, because it was this, because we started it on the weekend a Memorial Day weekend. And so we did a whole weekend grand opening or whatever, and, you know, like that, that brings me joy because, you know, it's a lot of businesses and stuff that uh, fell apart during the pandemic and all of that good stuff. Uh, but we're four years in, it feels like longer than four years, but it's been four years. And so I think we, we've gotten over the hump of, you know, business closing and stuff like, cause, you know, a lot of times they say like smaller businesses don't last long and, I think that's a, a great accomplishment so far.
2: Absolutely. Well, congratulations on an anniversary and you survived COVID. So yeah. that's a big thing. That's a big yeah. thing. Restaurant work is the hardest work. Oh, my God. Yeah. It is so hard. Mm-hmm. And then add the the trap. You're a traveling restaurant. So that adds a whole yeah. whole new <laughs> layer of things. So, uh, well, congratulations. I love that. Um so tell us how and why you started Spunkies what was the inspiration
3: Um the inspiration was Denoya um I I'm I'm a car wash guy so I had me a, a mobile detailing I was satisfied with that she was working from from home and she when you know we first started dating um she was um she would help her mom out cuz her mom would um would do caterings and stuff like that. And she said she always wanted a food truck. And so we decided to do a food truck a few years before we started it. And we were going to go in as um, as partners with uh, some friends and family. And it didn't work out. And like even when we first started it, it just didn't work out. So we left it alone. And so maybe about a year later, Mm -hmm. a year, year and a half later, uh, we started the conversation again and we had all the paperwork in front of us and everything. And so um, I was like, well, let's just try it on our own. Like, you know, what better way to do it? Like, if we do it on our own, then we don't have anybody else we have to answer to. It's just us and we are good to go from there. And so we come up with this business plan and you know, all that good stuff. And we go to the bank, we got a great relationship with the bank. We got, you know, we have our, our personal, our savings, uh, our car wash, everything with them. And then um, we also had a, um, a, a, a nonprofit that we, we put a, you know, bank account in. So like we had a great relationship with them and they denied us, didn't tell us why or anything like that. And, I was like, you know what? This is just, you know, one little road bump. She cried and cried and cried. And like, so I just took it upon myself to call some people that we had already talked to. And they was like, oh, we got somebody that does special financing for, for food trucks. And so they gave us the rundown. We went from there and boom, they approved us the same day. And I told her, I was like, see, I mean, it just it just worked out a, a different way. I was like, it might have been better for us to work out this way. I said, we would not establish a relationship with with these people. So like if we decide to do a second food truck or, you know, if we ever got rid of this one, it'd be easier for us to get another one. And so and boom, that's where we went from there. Once we got approved, uh, we had this. And I, I looked at it the other day. We had this big old whiteboard. Well, we were writing everything down and all that good stuff. She was brainstorming and all that stuff. And we just swiped that clean. And But we took a picture of it. But it ended up working out perfectly. Like, you know, you know, because, you know, just because somebody turns you down one time, one no doesn't, it shouldn't, it shouldn't, you know, just blow up your whole world. And we just didn't give up. And we went to the next option. And it, it, it ended up working out for us.
0: Yeah, I think Tony says it just right, too. It's just like you get discouraged in those moments because you're like you build this relationship with the bank and you're like, oh, all my finances is there. We have a nice nest egg or savings. And as a small business, you go in there with this whole professional development plan and you're like, okay, I'm winning. I'm on top of everything. You know, my credit is good. So we're going to be in the door. And then when it doesn't happen, you just get discouraged I think that's the most important piece that people need to hear is that when one person says no, it doesn't mean that that's a final no. You just have to pick yourself up and you have to keep going and go to the next opportunity that's available for you. And just, you have to, I tell my kids all the time, you have to keep grinding and and getting what you want um, in life because it's never, it's never going to be easy. It's never going to come easy. Um, I don't think anything in life is really that easy. So you just have to keep going. And I think Tommy's right. I mean, once we got that opportunity to say, okay, they financed us and we were ready to go that just kind of lit a fire up on the bus. Like, okay, they said no, but this one said yes. And here we are. So what's next for us? So we just kept building off of those opportunities of yeses. And we, I mean, we had a lot of ups and downs when it was time for us to like, how do we do our grand opening? Like, you know, just putting things together. It was so hard. But I think the most important piece is that you have to keep pushing through those hard times because greater times are coming. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tell my kids all the time, anything worth having in life is going to be hard work. Yeah. If it wasn't hard, it wouldn't be worth having. So you gotta press forward, you gotta keep doing it. And as an entrepreneur, you're gonna hear no. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it it is what it is. And you can't let that stop you because no. That's a hard that's a hard thing. You gotta just push through it. Mm -hmm. So share with us your your I know your menu is very variety. You have a big variety on your menu. Share with us some items on there, or your favorite things, maybe.
0: Oh, man. I know we get this question all the time. I think uh, people ask us, like, what's the best seller? What's your favorite? I'm like, everything's the best seller, literally, (laughs) because we sell out really fast. Um, But no joke. I think for me, uh, mine is going to be turkey chops, mac and cheese, and probably collard greens. Um, But we have a variety of things. So we do fried chicken. We do candy yams. We do um, rolls. I think our rolls are probably some of the most popular rolls that we've ever seen as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do we try to mix up the menu, so we do smoked pork chops, smoked chicken. Um, we do like I said, fried fish. We we'll do sauteed cod and uh, sauteed um, catfish as well. Um, what else? Am I, am I missing?
3: Well, like tomorrow is going to be my favorite because it's no fry Friday, and so like I mean I like fried foods, but. I mean, I prefer like baked chicken, and you know, ribs and stuff like that. So tomorrow is going to be no fry Friday where we don't fry any foods at all. And so everything is grilled, uh, smoked, or baked. And so me personally, I can do ribs, mac and cheese, and yams. That's, you know, and if I don't have any meat, I'm going to be honest with you, I can just eat mac and cheese and yams just to be honest with you. (laughs) That's how I've always been since a little boy, like, (laughs) You know, I used to, I, I, I love yams so much and I, I learned how to make them the way that I like them because uh, my grandmother used to make them and I would drink the syrup off of them whenever I was done. That's how good they are. Oh, and my aunt then saw me drinking the syrup. They was like, I'll just make you some yams. I was like, no, I just love everything about it. It ain't like I'm just hungry. It's like, I. that's how much I love <laughs> yams. Like, I love yams. Like, And if somebody can make some good yams, As to mac and cheese. If you don't have mac and cheese for dinner, I won't eat. And and that's just that's just being real. Like we went to a restaurant one time before uh, um, and when I was younger and my brother was playing basketball and we went to a Golden Corral. And I love Golden Corral. Actually, that's where she and I met at Golden Corral. And (laughs) um, I, I went and looked at the buffet to make sure everything looked good because I had never been to that. They didn't have mac and cheese, and people had like we had family members already starting to make their plates. So I was like, "Y'all can put that down, cause we get ready to go."
0: <laughs>
3: and she was, I, they were like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, we get ready to go because they don't have mac and cheese. It, it's no purpose to eat if you don't have no mac and cheese."
0: So mac and cheese is our number one seller on the truck. So we put a lot, okay. we put a lot of love and effort into that mac and cheese. Yeah. So that's our that's number nice. one seller on the truck. I mean, we do a variety of things. We do a rice excuse me, a rice, broccoli, cheese casserole. Um, we, I mean, we really try to cater to mm-hmm. our, our community. So we like the fried, the chicken fried chicken with mm-hmm. mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a chicken and waffle. Um, we try to keep some of the stuff healthy as possible, as much as possible. So we do collard greens with like smoked turkey in it instead of the ham hock. So we try to, try to do like baked chicken and try to, provide some type of healthy, healthier options as well. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we do a variety of things and people call us all the time. Like, what's your catering menu? Like, what do you want? You tell us and we can create it it, to your family. And a lot of times that's what we do. I mean, we have a lot of things that we haven't even pulled out yet that we're willing to share. I think one of the most things that I really do I'm falling in love with our menu is, is that we have a, um, It's a spunky sandwich, and basically, we do a burger, and then we load it with our mac and cheese, and bacon, and cheese, more cheese, and it's on like a brioche bun, and it's So good. That's one of my favorites. And I think it has chopped brisket on it as well. (laughs) So that's one of my favorites right now as well. So we try to do a variety of things for people that's coming with families because each family is so unique. You have picky eaters. So some of them want chicken tenders. Some of them want the collard greens and yams and maybe fried chicken or fried pork chops. So we try to do a little bit of it all. So everybody that's coming to the truck will have a variety of things to pick from. Well, you're making me hungry. I'll take it right now and and I'm
2: that sandwich spunky sandwich sounds amazing. and yes. I'm with you, Tony, on the mac and cheese. I love mac and cheese. I don't know what it is <laughs> about It's kind of a comfort <laughs> thing maybe mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. but clearly yours must be off the shelf if you've if that's your number one thing. I mean yeah. it's got to be just amazing.
3: Yeah, we had a lady, we did a neighborhood, uh, when was it, Tuesday? Mm-hmm. We did a neighborhood Tuesday. We've been going to neighborhoods and everything. And uh, a lady, um, an older lady and her husband came, and he knew what he wanted. And so he was like, what, what are you going to get? And she was like, well, I'm going to get uh, fish, and I'll probably get some greens and some fries. Or oh, some yams and fries. I can't remember exactly what the side was. And he was like, you really gonna you going to get some fries? And they got mac and cheese there. She's talking about, oh, I can just make mac and cheese at home. And I looked at and I said, well, you ain't had this mac and cheese. (laughs) And she was like, oh, well, just switch the fries to mac and cheese then. I'm going to go ahead and try it. (laughs) (laughs) out. And so, like, you know, we'll have people like when we was in Maryland, we had a family that their kids would not eat anybody's mac and cheese but ours. Mm -hmm. So, like, if our food truck opened, their mom could be cooking and they forgot to check to see if we were open that day. And they would tell their mom, like, you can stop cooking because we're going to the food truck. (laughs) I think my favorite combination on the food
0: truck right now is, well, I think I have a a lot of them. So I just named like five of them because I think I'm hungry right now, too. But I think my (laughs) favorite combination is the mac and cheese and baked beans. Oh, It's like a sweet and savory. And like I mix them together and it's just so good. It sounds disgusting, but it really is good. You have to try it. I tell everybody that comes to the food truck, you have to try the baked beans and mac and cheese or the yams and mac and cheese. Like those are the combinations to put together as well. One thing I do want to mention too, is that we have some cake options that are simply amazing. I think the seven up cake on the food truck is my favorite, but we have a strawberry. We have a banana cake. Uh, we have a honey bun cake that's really most the most popular as wow. well. Chocolate chip, chocolate chip pound cake. Like those cakes are phenomenal.
3: Yeah, uh-huh. we did one. That's- we did we did one for um for we just did something. They they came to the truck and they're healthy eaters and we work out of the gym and we we surprised the girls for their um bachelorette their party. bachelorette party at the gym. So we made it was like five or six layers. And it was each individual cake that we made. So we had uh, 7-Up, grape, strawberry, orange, and what was the last one? Mm, uh, A honey
0: bun, I think.
3: Was it a honey bun? Yeah, Yeah, it was a honey bun. And so we gave them like a five or six layer cake and... I didn't. go. I mean, I just dropped it off. I didn't go. But from from what I hear, they tore it up. Like they weren't supposed <laughs> to eat that. But like you know, we did something real nice for them. Like that. Like they really loved all the cakes. So we gave them one, uh, all the cakes in one.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are killing me. I, <laughs> I I love yams. I love cake. I love all of it. Ribs. Oh my goodness. Oh man. So. Tell us how people can find you because clearly you're going to be making everybody else hungry as well. Where do people <laughs> go to to find out where you're going to be and what days do you typically go out or is it set days or how do you determine that?
3: Um well we we're we're usually out on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and Saturday. I mean, Wednesday, thir- no, not Thursday. Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, yeah, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm saying it again, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, <laughs> And we're usually on 33rd and Kelly and Edmond. Um, it's like diagonal from the post office and right across the street from uh, the on queue. And it's right there at the intersection. We park in an old, it's an old circle K like shell gas station. We'll pull up there and, and people can park up under the shelter. Like if it's raining or anything like that, it's hot. They just want to get out the sun and, you know, a lot of people are go to Google and we put on Google like, you know, we're at this address, but, you know, look at our social media just in case like we move or something like that. But definitely on Sundays, we're definitely there because Sundays are our busiest days. And the best way to find us is just to look on our social media. And when you look on our social media, our social media is... Um, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and then I'm learning Snapchat, so I, <laughs> I'm, I'm working on that now. But our Instagram is spunkies underscore soul underscore food. And then on Facebook is, uh, you can just search at Spunky Soul Food Truck. And then our Twitter is, um, and I think it's, it's uh, at Spunky Soul. And, you know, then you can just uh, find us on on Google And it'll tell you like, you know, a lot of different stuff, our times and stuff like that. And like uh, usually during the week on Wednesdays, we open up at 430 and we try not to give a time for closing because it just depends on how busy we are, because we don't want to tell anybody like, oh, we're going to be there to eight o'clock. And then we end up leaving at 630 and we try to keep everybody informed on our social media. So if we sell out. We'll try to post it. We're sold out. So people are not coming and still looking for us. But. You know, some people won't look at it. They'll still call. And, you know, we she used to get on me. I had to stop taking phone calls at 10, 11 o'clock at nighttime because people would call and stuff like that. And um, on Fridays, we open up at four thirty. And like I said, we don't we don't give a set time. Saturdays and Sundays, we normally open up at twelve thirty.
2: OK, so hit the social media to find out where you are. And does it share the menu for the day or you just get to be surprised and know that it's amazing when you get there?
0: <laughs> we do share the menu for the day. Uh, we're going to share what we ha- we're we going to have for that day because we change it up a lot. I mean, sometimes we'll have the basics. We'll still have collard greens and mac and cheese and yams. Those are going to be the givens. But sometimes we'll mix it up with like the meats as well. So you can follow us on any of the social media platforms and it's going to give you um, the menu for the day and what we're going to have, what cakes are going to be there as well. And then our location. So if you follow us on social media as well, you can find us throughout the week as well. So if we're opening up for a special event and they're letting us bring in the public as well, we'll post it that we're going to be open on a Monday and that you guys can come and grab some food or some lunch as well. So, just you gotta really follow us on social media to kind of keep track of Spunkies and where we're gonna be at and what we're gonna have for the day.
2: Okay, nice, nice. Well, I I wanna come right now, but you're not out (laughs) there.
1: So, we're gonna have to wait.
2: (laughs) So, I wanna hear, we talk a lot about community, it made possible. We um, love to just love on people. And I'm curious, as you, with your family backgrounds as being very large, how do you define community? What does that look like for you all?
3: Uh, well, see, I, I could, we both come from large families. But where I'm from, uh, everybody looked out for everybody. Like it was when, when Denoya first went there, she went to Walmart by herself one time. She started learning her way around. So she went to Walmart by herself and somebody said, they didn't know her name. They just knew she wasn't from there. And then they saw her and they was like, Oh, you're the girl that's going to marry Tony. <laughs> and so she was like, How do they know that? I was like, Everybody knows everybody. So, like, when they see a different face, you know, it it, it, it rings a bell or you know, it throws up an alarm because you either suspicious or you know, you somebody affiliated with somebody else. And so, but but where I grew up at, everybody looked out for everybody. So in my little small neighborhood, it was family and a whole lot of friends or whatever. And so we used to all go to each other's houses and we had some elderly where me and my friends and cousins and stuff would go and help them out. Like we had, I, I never forget the lady was Miss Willis. She used to walk all the time and then she would go outside and she was in her 80s and she would chop her own wood and stuff like that. And so we would just go and see her doing it. We would go chop wood for her and you know, take the wood in the house and stuff for. And, you know, we, and that's something that we always did. We always looked out for each other. And like, it, it was back in those times where everybody could keep their doors open and a lot where we would just walk in each other's house. Hey, how you doing? It's such and such. I just want to check on you, make sure you're good. And so that's how it always been for me. And like, even the people like, you know, we were in school and we played sports and stuff. We all looked out for each other. Somebody needed a ride. We gave them a ride. If somebody didn't have some shoes, we looked out for them. They didn't have clothes, We looked out for them. So that that's what community was to us. Like we always looked out for each other. It was nobody was better than anybody else. And so, like, if you were down and out, we did whatever we had to do to pick you up. And that's and that and that's how it was in in my little small town of Rayford. Like, you know, it it wasn't we didn't have a whole lot of, quote unquote, rich people. But everybody was rich in a term where, you know, you didn't go without.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, community them. for Spunkies is really just the love and that we share, you know, with each other. It, it doesn't matter who you are and what you have for, with us. It's like we just want to get to know you. We want to have a good time. We love to have conversations with people. As you can see, we are both talkers. So we love to just kind of get curious and talk to everybody that we come in contact with and learn from people. So community for us is really just being very personable and just loving on people for who they are and their uniqueness and what they bring um, to the table as well. And when I say what they bring to the table, so when you come as Spunkies, if you're looking like you're sad, we're going to say, hey, what's going on with you today? Like, how are you doing? Like, how are you feeling? You look like you're sad or is everything OK? We may not even know you, but we want to be very personable just to check in, because nowadays I think as people are going through COVID, as people are going through like a lot of changes right now, life changes, we wanna just check in with our community of who's coming to our truck and like what's going on with you. Like tell us what you're dating and like how can we help you? Is it an extra side of mac and cheese that day? Is it like a roll or a biscuit? Or is it just a hug that you need from us? Or maybe you just need a conversation. I know that for us, we have a lot of people that come to Spunky's. And I mean, they're maybe elderly. They don't have any family. So we are their family. So they come and they stand around and they talk to us. And, you know, we talk about football and basketball. We, I mean, there's a variety of things that we talk about all day long, or we just may check in and say, hey, how you doing? How's things going? You need anything as well? So for community for us, it's just really love, just loving people for who they are, no matter what they're going through, or no matter what's going on in life, like we can show up for you here. Even though we're a small business, we still try to show up for what we call the spunky community. Even if you're just not someone that comes to the truck every day or every time we open, you're still part of our community. So if you're coming for the first time, we want you to know that we're caring for you. We appreciate you coming in and spending your money with us and that we want to show you our support as well and just try to love on everybody. And I know for uh, for me growing up as well, that's what I saw is like, you know, we were the same way. It's just that we were there for each other. We were there for our neighbors. Like community was something you had to be a part of. I was just telling my kids the other day. Like when I walked into school, everybody knew my mom. Everybody knew my dad, or they knew the Wilson name or the family. So I knew that I better not cut up in school because my teacher would grab me and have words, or spank me, or whatever, and then take me to my mom and my grandmother, and then I would get in trouble with them too. So. That community feel of like how they supported each other's kids and each other's families and any random kid walking down the street, they saw them doing something. My mom was pulling their car over and saying, okay, you know better than doing that right now, right? And who's your mom? Come on, let me take you home to your mom as well. So for us at a young age, I think we just seen that community feel and knew that we had to give back to the community and work in the community and show that same love as well. And we tried to teach our kids that that as well. So I think the other day we were going to the gym to work out and this guy's car stopped. And I'm like, that is the worst feeling. Like we who have not been there and their cars run out of gas or stopped or something. So Tony jumps out the car and then my youngest son, our youngest son is in the car as well. He jumps out. He's like, let's stop. He's telling Tony, let's stop. And, you know push this guy out of the street so, you know, he can get to a safe place. And so they did that. And the guy was just really grateful. It's just, it warms my heart to see that our kids picked up those traits as well. So I think, you know, kids look up to us and they see everything that we're doing. So we have to make sure that they're being involved in the community as well.
2: Oh, uh, absolutely. Our kids are watching. <laughs> so you got to be careful. All the time. What you do what you say. Yes, yes, because they're going to pick it up. That yeah. is a great definition that community is just loving others for who they are. And yeah. if we could embrace that in the world, the world would be a different place because yeah. how boring is it if we're all the same? If we all yeah. look the same and did the mm-hmm. same
0: things, yeah. it's, it's boring. We we need the variety. So yeah, that's a great thing. Tony and I talk about that all the time because, you know, and maybe I shouldn't go here, but I am going to go there. It's like politics, like Republican and Democrat. And we tell people all the time, we have so many um, – Friends, As Republicans are Democrat, we try to get curious into why they believe what they believe. And I think that's what we need to do more in society is get curious. into why you believe that? Like, maybe I'm missing something. And then let me share my beliefs with you, too. And let's just be able to sit down and have a conversation about it and understand like, oh, I see why they would say that. Or, you know, just get very curious into why people think the way they think or why they are affiliated with what party they're affiliated with. So you have to stay curious and keep learning from people just because you're not in the same party. Doesn't mean that you can't have conversations and enjoy life with each other as well. So I think that's one thing that we pride ourselves on is that we try to get very curious. Like if we don't understand something that people say or do, we ask, you know, or we say, okay, can you explain that to me? Or tell me more about that. You know, we try to figure it out and just make our own decisions from there. But I just, I love the way that we get very curious into everything that other people are doing. And that's what we try to build at and on with Spunkies as well.
3: Hmm.
1: When people ask you about your business, what do you say? How do you describe your products or services? Are you selling yourself short because you just can't put it into words? You're good at what you do, but it's not always easy to communicate how you're great at your work with simplicity. But now you have help. My friend Andrea at Strategic Hype will help you clarify your mission and communicate your value with a Hype Kit. This process will help you cut through the noise and share the best of what you do. We recently did a Hype Kit for Made Possible by... And it has allowed us to really simplify our message in order to get greater reach. For details on all the good stuff you'll get out of this hype kit, email andrea at strategic-hype.com or reach out to us and we will personally connect you. What's good, people? Hey, this is Hetty again. I just wanna, first of all, let's give a shout out to Tracy, our great host, uh, for the conversation around good podcasts. We also wanna give a shout out to another one of our sponsors, and that sponsor is Plenty Mercantile. We love, love, love the team at Plenty Mercantile. They have been great supporters of our platform And so we're thankful that they are now sponsoring this podcast so that we can get great stories, inspiring stories out to you, the listener. Now, let me tell you a little bit about the story. It's been around since 2012. They have several locations. They have one in uh, downtown Oklahoma City in the historic Automobile Alley. They have one in Edmond at Spring Creek and then also one in Chisholm Creek And uh, the downtown store has a great rooftop venue and a warehouse for events. So uh, please check them out. You can go to their website at www.plentymercantile.com. And there you'll also find all their social handles. I follow them, uh, The Made Possible, team follows them. So we want you to go follow them as well. And they would love to meet you. So go ahead and stop by one of their locations and just always remember, shopping uh, at local retailers make makes a big difference. All right. Let's jump into this episode. I'm tossing it over to Tracy.
2: Uh, we need more uh, curious, civil, <laughs> kind conversations. I mean, Absolutely. That's, that's how things. That's how we learn about each other and are able to embrace other people's beliefs. You may not agree, you may not think the same way, but that doesn't mean you can't still be kind and have a great conversation and enjoy time. Still love them, yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay, so we talked about it a little bit at the beginning about how you all give back to the homeless. Give us some more details on that. Elaborate. Tell us what that looks like and why you choose to give back to the community in that way.
3: Um, well, giving back to the community is, is like, it's, it's something that's inside of me because, uh, my, my background and growing up is a little different than no- Noya's background. She had her mom and dad there to, 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 you know, to take care of her. I didn't have neither one. And then I had a cousin, which that's my mama. Uh, she raised me. And so I always look at other people as like, um, as me being grateful because I had somebody in my family that took me in and took care of me since I was six weeks old. And so, uh, and I look at it as I could have been somebody else like homeless or, you know, abused or something like that because I mean, it's a lot of situations in, in homelessness that that goes on that it's not that they're just homeless. It's other things that cause them to be homeless. And so it's kind of near and dear to me because I look at my situation, I could have easily been that person. And so I always said, and, and, and when she and I got together, we always wanted to, to give back to the community. That's one thing that we just prided ourselves on was given back to the community. right? and 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 a lot of times it what it looks like is we'll team up with our families and my mother-in-law or her sisters, they love this to 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 death. And they're in their 70s and 80s and they work hard on this. They'll make homemade blankets and socks and hats and we'll get personal products and they make bags and and then we'll the supply the food and you know and everything else. And so we all team up together and we get everybody together and we just feed as many people as we possibly can. And 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 at the same time, we 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 always say that, oh, we can make you know bags and give them, you know, sandwiches and stuff like that. But then I always look at it this way too, is like, would I really wanna eat that all the time? So if if I can eat this every day, then why can't I give back to somebody else to give them something that they're not able to have on an everyday basis? So we'll feed them, you know, meatballs, mac and cheese and greens, uh, some chicken greens. And, you know, we'll have different meats and baked chicken and stuff like that. Why can't they have anything like that? And like, it's not like we taking their pressures off of them for a lifetime. We're just giving them a breath of fresh air for a little bit of time and just to see the smiles and stuff on their faces that just brings, you know. And and, and that's basically what we do. And that's that's the reason why I like to give back is because I know I could have easily been that person. And and still to this day, we talk about it all the time, like any given day, you could be that person with the way the world is now. And so like, we just want to give back because I would hope that if I was in that situation or we were in that situation, that somebody would do the same thing for us.
0: Yeah, and I think for me, just giving back is just who I am. Like, that's who we are that was put into our DNA, right? Is that to give back is, it's always easy to pack up like old clothes that we have and just sit them on a porch and have them come get it. But why not get into the community and go down there and pass out the clothes and see like who's getting them and making sure what they they need um, is there for them to receive as well. But I just think, one of the biggest things for me is like seeing kids homeless. Like you go downtown Oklahoma city, you will see it all the time. They're living out of the cars with their families. Um, and it's just really heartbreaking. I get emotional about it because it's really heartbreaking just to see those kids out there and really to see anyone out there is really heartbreaking. And um, we took our kids down um, and was feeding the the homeless and everyone in that community. And, it was some kids out there and they had one little rock and they were skipping this rock like across the parking lot. And they will run back and pick it up. And And my kids were like, they're having a great time with that one rock. And I said, yeah, because that's what they have at this moment to play with. They don't have technology. They don't have phones. They don't have computers or video games. They have this one little rock. And the the way that they were playing with their rock made me just appreciate life a little bit more because they they were just happy for that one little rock to skip across the parking lot. So I think so many times in life, we take so much for granted. And if we had just one little rock in our lives that we could just skip across the parking lot, what would that look like for us? You know, so I just, I'm grateful just to give back because it just, it's a feeling, it, it fills my cup. So it fills my cup to give back to the community and just to see the things that Spunky is doing with the homeless. It's simply amazing. And Tony talked about it a little bit, but uh, we created like kids' bags as well with like hygiene and personal products and diapers and socks and gloves as well. So really, the Homeless Alliance is doing amazing work. We're just happy to be a part of that. And we show up on the weekend when there's no one at the Homeless Alliance. And that's when we pull up and we go into uh, the homeless uh, community and we we feed them baked chicken and mac and cheese and rolls. And like, we bring a hot meal and we have a good time out there. But Tony said something as well as that at any point in time, that could be any one of us. Like I tell everybody, like you're always just a paycheck away from that. It just, you just never know when you're going to be in that situation and you never want to judge someone that's in that situation Cause easily that could be someone from our family. That's someone's family and loved one you're talking about. Like, why are they just won't get off the street? It sometimes it's just not that easy. You're talking about drug addictions. You're talking about mental health um, problems and things going on there. You're talking about someone that's been abused or molested or just other things and other factors that they're they're dealing with and they're struggling with. And it's really real. Like that's something that they can't like just say, okay, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to get off the street. It's just not that easy for a lot of people. Um, and some people do. They wake up and say, okay, I've had enough of this. I'm going to find me a place. But some people, a lot of people don't. They need a little bit more help and a little bit more love and encouragement. So just showing up down there and handing out plates, that's the least that we could do, that's what we're going to do.
2: Hmm. I love that. Love through mac and
0: cheese, right? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Exactly. And you should see it. As soon as we pull up down there, they're lining up like they know Spunky's is bringing something good. If it's some meatballs or if it's some... Chicken, we're bringing some. I mean, I think we fried chicken for them one time as well. So we try to mix it up every time we come. But just the excitement on their face and the joy on their face. And then they want to sit around and they want to talk and have conversations. And that's what we do. If they want us to pray with them, we pray with them. If they just want us to listen, we listen. They want to get a meal or two or three meals, take them. Let's get it done. Like, feed yourself, get your bellies full. Um, so I just, it's a lot of work to be done in that community and for us just to even have a little piece of that. And there's a lot of others that's sharing their stories as well and doing things down there as well. But I mean, we pull up that truck and they see us come and they know. They just know that we're bringing them a hot meal, and that's a great feeling as well. I think we were driving home yesterday from an event that we were at, and some cars are driving by, and people are honking and yelling out Spunky's name. And we just looked at each other, and we just smiled because the work that we're doing in our communities is paying off. And a lot of people say, Denoy and Tony, why aren't you always on social media, like telling the communities about our people what you're doing in the communities? I mean, for us, it's not about that. It's not about, you know, getting recognition for what we're doing. It's about making an impact on our community instead of getting that recognition. We know where our recognition is coming from. It's rewarding and filling our cups. So we don't do a lot of um, boosting or just sharing. Um, we try to protect people um, in the homeless community. Like We don't put them on there. Um, but it's just we don't do a lot of that just because we... Our reward is for ourselves, and so we we try to share when we're going to go down there, and people want to come and volunteer. But I just I don't we don't like to boost and boast about it, just because that's what we're supposed to do.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I love the picture of the kids with the rocks because <laughs> it just makes you think of all the stuff that we have or all the toys mm-hmm. in my three year old's room that he. <laughs> never even touches you know yep. and how these kids can be so thankful and have a blast with the rock mm-hmm.
0: yeah uh, you mm-hmm. know with the rock it was simple. just of a rock yep. yeah and you should have seen our kids because our kids of course they're our kids are spoiled we try to give them everything that we didn't have right like they're rotten mm-hmm. and so and then we have other kids that come and volunteer with us as well um so they were just amazed like oh my gosh, they have this one little simple And I'm like, yeah, that's the thing that they're most grateful for because that is what they have. They don't have what you guys have. And so it made the kids, it humbled them really fast. It made them really want to be be there serving the community too, so... I love that
2: picture. We all need to find some humility in our lives today and be thankful for our rocks, right? Because yep, we sometimes absolutely. we look at our rocks and we don't like our rocks. <laughs> we mm-hmm. need to embrace our rocks. Oh gosh. So what would you want to leave as your motivational statement, your 30-second shout out? What do you want to leave us with today?
0: Man, if we can leave you with anything in the work that you're doing as well. Um, made possible. Like, it's just really giving people opportunities to have a voice like this is amazing. And so what we want to leave with Spunkies, or I want people to hear about Spunkies, that it's bigger than just a food truck. We're bigger than just like serving food and trying to, you know, make you guys happy in the community, which by feeding you, we really want to Give that love that we have from our families to our communities and know when you're coming to Spunkies and when you're buying a meal that some of that money is going to our homeless alliance is going to the kids in the community. Uh, we didn't talk about the work that we're doing um, with um, the, the not the homeless shelters, but the kid community houses. Are the group homes is what I'm trying to come Mm up. So we're doing work with the group homes. We're doing um, kickball games with the group homes as well. So we show up and give them tenders and fries and doing kickball games or just maybe buying some pizzas for them. So we're doing a lot of work in a community. So the one thing that I would want to say about Spunkies is that the love that we have when you come visit us is the love that we always have for people. And that when you're spending money with us, most of that money is going back into our communities. We're a small business, but we're trying to make it happen. And Spunkies has more things to come on the horizon for us. And we're growing really fast. So we're just happy to be here to serve the Oklahoma, Edmond and surrounding um, communities as well. And that's one thing that i'm just happy about is that we don't pick one community to serve we serve all communities and we love all people so just come and see us come and get some of the love that we're sharing here today with you guys and feel that love when you come to the truck you won't be disappointed in the food is also amazing Mm
3: -hmm. nope everything she said
0: (laughs) oh that's great Uh,
2: that's a perfect husband answer right there right Mm
0: Let's document that document. that. That's exactly right. He's, he's essentially
2: saying you're right. So, yes, document yeah, that.
0: All documented. our listeners heard um, that when you come with Spunky, Tony said I was That's right. right. No. <laughs> I,
2: I'm still recording. I'm still yes. recording. So, well, Tony and Tenoya, thank you for what you do in the community. Thank you for caring about others. Thank you for loving people with macaroni and cheese and cake and and just smiles and giving hugs. Thank you for caring about other people. Uh, Thank you for taking the time today as
0: well. Thank you for having having us. us. This is amazing.
2: Yeah, And listeners, thank you again for joining us for another conversation around good. Don't forget to like tag, share, uh, subscribe so you never miss another conversation around good and follow spunkies so you can figure out where they are so you can go get yourself some mac and cheese love as well so have a great day and we will see you next time
1: Thank you for joining us for another conversation around good. Hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on a story of good. Made Possible By makes giving easy for community-minded businesses and provides a better way to share their stories of good. Go to madepossibleby.us for more information or to sign up to be a guest on our podcast. Now, get out there and make good loud.
0: Conversation, going to have a good time, going to, going to, going to,
3: going to, here, here, For conversation, going to have a good time, here the talk.